Hey friend, Aaron here. Wanted to take a minute to tell you a little bit about what I've been working on lately over at Chartable.com. For a little bit of context, I joined the Chartable team back in October of 2020, and I've been helping them build analytics and attribution tools for podcast publishers since. You've probably heard by now that promoting your podcast on other podcasts is a great way to grow your audience, but previously there wasn't a way to see how many unique devices and downloads came from a promotion for your show that ran on another podcast. So one of my favorite Chartable features is called Smart Promos. Smart Promos are reports you can create in your Chartable account that will allow you to see how effective podcast promotions are for driving new listeners to your show. Smart Promos allow you to measure how many unique devices download an episode of your podcast after downloading an episode of another show that has a promotion for your show in it. You can even compare your results with the Smart Promo benchmarks that Chartable provides. So that's just one of the useful features that Chartable offers for podcast publishers. You can learn more and get started with Chartable now by visiting Chartable.com. Or if you'd like to learn more about Chartable by listening to a podcast, search for Chartable Radio in your podcast app. There's some great interviews with the co-founders as well as other podcast industry professionals. So I recommend checking that out, Chartable Radio. As always, thanks for listening. And now on to the show. Hey friend, welcome to Podcasting with Aaron. This is a weekly show where I teach the art and craft of podcasting. My goal for this episode is to give you a big picture roadmap about how to start a podcast. So this isn't meant to be an exhaustive guide that covers everything you'll need to know because that would probably take at least an hour or two to get through. But my hope is that this gives you enough information to help you start making progress on starting your podcast. So if you're listening to this episode in a podcast app, I'd recommend pausing it and switching over to my YouTube channel. I'll be showing some screenshots and some other visual aids as I walk through this episode that I think you'll find helpful. So I'll put the link to the video at the top of the episode notes. I also plan to publish a more detailed version of this episode as an affordable downloadable PDF and video and checklist. So I'll include a link to that in the show notes or the video description whenever I finish that. Okay, some quick tips before we get started. Uh, Anyone can start a podcast. To do it well does cost some time and money uh, and a fair amount of uh, effort, but it's not extremely expensive. Growing an audience and getting people to listen to a show and share it with other people is the hardest part, in my opinion. A common mistake that I see a lot of people make when first starting a show is that they just want to talk about whatever they feel like talking about. And that might be fun for you and fun for a while, but it's going to be hard to convince strangers to listen to that. I see this happen a lot. Everyone has an opinion, so in order to stand out, you'll need to figure out how to provide something valuable or interesting to people. Your show should be entertaining or educational or inspirational, and it's even better if you can make it be all three. So if you don't feel like you have anything important or interesting to say, it might be okay to put off podcasting for a while and focus instead on becoming an interesting person who can talk about something or tell stories in a way that makes people pay attention. You're going to encounter roadblocks and get stuck sometimes in this journey, especially if you're just starting out. There's a lot to learn. Get in the habit of searching for answers on Google and YouTube. There are answers to every question out there in blog posts, tutorials, YouTube videos, books, podcasts. Uh, Just be patient and learn to enjoy the process of learning. Don't get frustrated if you can't accomplish a task right away. I promise you there are answers out there for you. Podcasting is a marathon, not a sprint. 
Success in podcasting really comes to those who stick with it for a long time. So don't give up right away if you don't achieve all of your goals in the first few months or even the first year. Stay focused, keep working, keep iterating, and keep getting better. Now, I'll say this again. This is not a full list of everything that you need to know in order to make a great podcast. It's more of a roadmap. There's things that I can't cover in this episode without making it way longer than it already is. So if I admit anything that you feel is important, please forgive me. Feel free to leave a comment. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Remember that there is tons of information out there online available if you do a search for it. So my goal here is to help you end up with a podcast that you're proud of and that other people love, listen to, and share with their friends. So I'd recommend at this point, if you haven't done so already, go check out the top shows in Apple Podcasts and Spotify for inspiration. Pay close attention to how they're making their shows, how they're presenting their shows. Look at their podcast cover artwork. Look at their show descriptions. Look for shows that are similar to the show you want to make. Learn from them. Get inspired by them. Okay, let's dive in. So in my mind, whenever I think about starting a podcast or even making a podcast, there's really four key parts to podcasting. Uh, And the first one is the planning and pre-production stage. So this is when you're first putting together all your your ideas about what your show could be or um, producing episodes, planning episodes. The second is recording and production. So this is the actual creation part. Uh, the third is editing and post-production. So this is where you're taking the stuff that, you're, that you've created, the episode that you've recorded, cleaning it up, polishing, getting it ready for sharing. And the fourth is launching and promoting. So this includes the initial launch setup where you get your show published out into the world, out into the podcast apps, uh, and then you begin promoting it. You begin marketing it. You begin telling other people about it. Um, and it, this is a cycle. So you're going you're gonna to cycle through each of these four stages routinely, and you're constantly going to be producing new episodes, launching new episodes, promoting new episodes, going back, creating more episodes. Um, And you can even upgrade and change your all the information about your show. Everything about your show can be changed at any time. So don't let that be paralyzing. Uh, It's easy to get stuck and try to make it perfect before launching. Just remember that if you want to change your show title later, you can. If you want to change an episode title later or the audio for an episode later, you can. Uh, But these are the four main stages. I just want you to be aware of these. So let's take a closer look at each one of them. The first one is the pre-production stage, planning the show stage. And uh, this is where you'll come up with a title, a theme, a format, and then branding for your show. So talking a little bit about branding, you want to pick a title for your show, write a short description. I recommend writing a short description and a longer description, but you at least need a short description. Uh, Check out Apple Podcasts and social media to make sure that the title for the show that you want isn't already taken. It's a good idea to see what else is out there. Um, You will also need to either create or hire someone to create square artwork for you. Uh, it needs to be a square image, 3,000 by 3,000 pixels in a JPEG or a PNG file format. If you don't know what that means, you can Google search it. Uh, any amateur or professional designer should know what that means. And uh, I would recommend actually at this point, I'm going to scroll back up, take a look at 
the popular shows in the category, the type of show that you want to create, look in Apple Podcasts and Spotify to see how they create artwork. Because this is a very important part of your show and it's worth investing a little bit of time, effort, or money into creating artwork that looks good and really stands out. Uh, And remember that a lot of people are going to be looking at podcasts in an app on their phone. So you want to make sure your artwork looks good when it's very, very small. All right, artwork and branding. Scrolling back. Okay, a little bit on theme and format and structure. So what kind of podcast do you want to create? Uh, I'm guessing that you already have a few ideas based on the type of shows that you love and listen to, Um, but it's worth thinking about and writing a little bit about, you know, are you going to do an interview show? Are you going to chat with a friend about something um, every single week? Are you going to tell a story in a narrative style? Uh, Are you going to create something weird and artsy and just bizarre and just kind of free form? Uh, you know, there's there's really no rules when it comes to podcasting. So you have the freedom to create the kind of show that you want to create. You can you can mash up styles. You can kind of do whatever you want. But um, it's just it's something you should think about and take inspiration from other shows that you enjoy. Schedule. I want to talk about scheduling. Uh, it's important to decide when you're going to be recording and publishing new episodes every week, uh, or if you're going to record and publish new episodes every two weeks or once a month. Or maybe you want to record uh, a bunch of episodes and release them as a season. Uh, Write this stuff down, think about it. Uh, I like it when you're just starting out, um, every episode, new episodes every two weeks is pretty manageable, especially if this is not your full-time focus. If you have a job, if you have other responsibilities, um, depending on the type of show you can produce, it can take a while to produce, edit, and uh, get new episodes ready for release. So you might want to do that every two weeks so you have a little bit of uh, buffer time. But either way, I recommend blocking off some time in your calendar to work on your episodes and to record and edit them. And uh, it does help if you have friends, you can kind of make it an event, maybe something that ev- something that you do every Friday night. Or like for me, I record, uh, I write and record new episodes on Saturday mornings, usually into Saturday afternoons. Um, so block off some time in your calendar to, uh, to work on your show. And then also um, to promote your show <laughs> and invest in your listeners talk to people, those kind of things. Uh, And I'll say again, don't worry about getting it perfect right away. Don't try to make everything perfect. As my friend Sean likes to say, you can't steer a parked car. Uh, And really that just means you need to kind of uh, get an idea of where you're going and start going, start working on stuff. Um, Just don't, uh, there's a lot of stress and and oftentimes a lot of self-doubt. You got to push it aside and focus on creating and, and bringing your vision to life. All right. So next up, uh, once you kind of know, once you got an idea about what your show is going to be about, what's going to be called, who it's going to be for, um, what you're going to create, then you need to actually get some of the gear that is used for podcasting, for recording and producing audio and uh, and or video. I actually recommend doing video too, but it's okay to just do audio. And there are ways to make a podcast using only a smartphone, uh, or you can spend thousands of dollars on professional microphones, cameras, and other accessories. Uh, It just kind of depends on where you're at right now. So some questions to consider, you know, what's your budget? How much can you afford to spend on gear right now? Um, What do you need for the format that you've chosen? So if it's just going to be you talking kind of like I am into a microphone, 
smartphone, you could get away with just talking into a smartphone or maybe buying a cheap uh, $80 microphone to record with. If you're going to do a video show with two or three other uh, co-hosts, then you're going to want a microphone for each person and probably some decent cameras, maybe some lights. Uh, Things can get expensive kind of quickly. So think about what kind of show you're going to do and then what you need to produce that show. And the other question is, you know, how serious are you about podcasting? Are you really sure that this is something you're going to do, you're going to do for a while? Or is it just something that you want to play around with and see if you like? Um, There are good options for pretty much every budget. And I keep a list of my favorite gear at kit.co slash podcasting with Aaron. And the links there and for all the gear are affiliate links. So I'll get a small cut if you buy there. I don't care if you buy there, if you buy somewhere else. I just want to provide a a list of gear that I recommend and that I like and that I think is uh, useful for podcasters. Not the cheapest in the world, also not the most expensive, but good good value, good quality. Um, I recommend starting off with gear on the cheaper or more affordable side and then upgrading later if you decide the extra sound quality or utility is really worth it for you. You really want to avoid the situation where you spend $2,000 on podcasting gear only to realize or decide a few months later that you don't really want to keep doing a podcast. And you have to deal with selling it. Um, You probably lose some money on that transaction. So start off with the affordable budget gear. Um, And if you like podcasting, you can upgrade later. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with gear. Could definitely do a whole episode on almost every single one of these sections. Uh, all right, let's talk about recording and editing software. So there's software and and web apps. And when I say web apps, I mean like websites, uh, basically software running on on websites. Um, there's there's software for and apps for recording and editing audio, um, like GarageBand for Mac, Audacity for Mac and Windows, Reaper for Windows. I use Logic Pro uh, on the Mac and there's Audition, which is both. There's uh, multiple different recording and editing apps for recording and editing audio, but there's also software and apps for recording interviews or recording calls where you have different people in different rooms. Um, I really like Squadcast. That's 20 bucks a month. Uh, I know Zoom also has a way to record audio. Uh, there's There's an app with a free tier called Zencaster that works pretty well. We use that for a while. Uh, Descript, Clean Feed. There's a lot of different apps for recording audio remotely. And I usually prefer the paid software. I think you get a little bit a little bit better features uh, for the for the money, but there are plenty of people who record and publish podcasts using only free software, and that's okay too. Um, what I, what I recommend here is for best results, you'll want to make sure to get an individual audio track for each person that's on the podcast. So if you're talking to three people, ideally you want to end up with three audio tracks where it's just one person's voice per track. Um, Something that'll happen uh, in some recording software is that the recording software will just record all of the voices combined and give you one track. And that's doable, but it's not really ideal. You want to be able to uh, individually adjust the volume levels for each track uh, and then also do editing so you can cut out sections of each track. Uh, It just gives you more control and you'll end up with a better uh, finished product than if you just have one track that has everyone's voice on it. That can cause problems, especially if like people are talking over each other or someone's got some background noise going on that's really annoying. If you only have one track, it's really hard to fix problems with an audio file. So just be aware of that. 
Um, let's see. I recommend doing a couple of test episodes uh, if you're if you're brand new to podcasting that you don't plan to publish, just so you can kind of get familiar with using your gear, with recording, with going through the whole process. Uh, you know, you know, you don't have to do a lot, and they can be short. Just get comfortable and practice on your own. Um, take some of that pressure away from yourself uh, to to really produce like the first few things that you record, uh, and really, you know, I'd say. The first 20 episodes are really hard. Uh, so yeah, do some practice episodes. Okay, for each episode, I recommend having an episode title, uh, a description of the episode, and then an outline for the episode. This is kind of optional, but I do recommend it. Uh, full episode notes, optional, but also recommended. And then you can also have episode artwork, episode-specific artwork. So that's square artwork, kind of like your show artwork, but on for an individual episode. And that is optional. I used to kind of create it. I don't always create it now. So the the outline for the episode is, is optional, but I recommend it. At the very least, you're going to want to know how you're going to start an episode, what you're going to talk about in the middle of the episode, and then how you're going to end the episode. So if you, if you don't know how to start or end an episode, things can kind of get messy, can kind of feel aimless, uh, and it definitely makes editing the episode later a lot harder. So uh, yeah, I've already done podcast episodes about outlining podcast episodes, a little bit meta. Uh, so I'd recommend studying that a little bit more. Okay. Editing a podcast episode. Yeah. So this is also definitely a topic that deserves its own uh, episode or video. Um, but the goal is really to get all the episode recordings, the, all the audio recordings that you made for an episode together and then cut them up, uh, and remove anything that you don't want. Uh, and then add anything that you do want. So like music, sound effects, whatever you want. You're basically assembling and polishing an episode uh, audio files. So I definitely encourage creativity with editing, but uh, I also want you to be aware that a lot of people I've talked to find editing to be the hardest and most time-consuming part of podcasting, especially when you're first getting started, because um, the editing process uh, will most likely be done in software, which means you have to learn the software. You kind of have to learn the quirks. You have to learn how to cut stuff, how to move stuff, how to change the volume level of stuff, um, how to apply effects. You know, a lot of software has noise removal, uh, processing effects, um, you can kind of compress, so make the uh, the dynamic range of the audio lower. A, a lot of technical stuff and, and terms that take some time to kind of absorb and pick up. So I'd recommend um, watching a few videos of people editing podcasts using the software that you plan to use uh, before you try it on your own. It'll just give you a better sense of how to do it. Um, if you're just starting out, I recommend keeping the stage simple. Only edit only edit out the really noticeable, terrible mistakes that you make, uh, and then just try to get the volume levels for the different tracks roughly the same using your ears. So if somebody sounds a lot louder or a lot quieter than someone else, uh, you need to adjust the volume level for one or both of those tracks to kind of get them even. So be patient. Editing and mixing is a skill that can take years or really a lifetime to master uh, or get good at. So just be patient with yourself while you learn it and watch videos to learn more. Once you're done editing a podcast episode, you're going to want to export an MP3 audio file. So this is the audio file for the episode that will end up being published and delivered to people in their podcast apps, which we'll, uh, we'll talk about how to actually do that next. 
So podcast hosting platforms. So a common misconception that a lot of people have about how podcasts are delivered. Um, a lot of people think that you actually upload audio directly to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or one of those apps. And that's not actually the way podcasting works. Um, so you're going to sign up for an account on a podcast hosting platform that will provide you with an easy interface for adding information about your show and episodes. Uh, and then that hosting platform will give you an RSS feed. So the RSS feed is essentially a text document that is hosted and updated by your podcast hosting platform. It's going to contain all of the information about your show, as well as links to where your episode audio files are hosted. So this is a, uh, and if you're watching the video, I'm going to zoom in on my, my show's RSS feed here. It's really just a text document. It's got some code in it. It's got the information that I entered about the show and my podcast hosting platform. Um, and the podcast apps and directories like Apple Podcasts and Spotify actually store, uh, they, they remember the link to this uh, RSS feed, the, the public URL, the website, um, basically, where this RSS feed is. Um, and then they'll check it regularly, periodically for updates and to see if any new episodes have been added or if anything has changed. So you, the way you get your show into Apple Podcasts is actually by providing them with the RSS feed URL, the link to your show's RSS feed. The RSS feed is provided by your podcast hosting platform. So again, um, let's see. I use Simplecast for hosting my uh, my podcast. I'm going to talk about a couple other options here in a second. So they provide a nice website where I log in. I put in the information about my show. Uh, when I publish a new when I publish a new episode, I put in information about that episode. And then all that information is added by the hosting platform automatically to my show's RSS feed. And then because I gave the link to the show's RSS feed to Apple, anytime I publish anything in Simplecast or make any changes, Apple sees that and updates in their apps and on their website and things like that. So I hope that's not too confusing. It's really not that complicated. What you need, the bottom line is what you need to get your show into Apple and Spotify is a podcast hosting platform that will give you an update in RSS feed for you. So there's a few options for podcast hosting platforms that I really like. Uh, I prefer and recommend Simplecast. Um, I did work there from 2018 to 2020, uh, early 2020. No longer working there, but just, you know, heads up. Uh, still my favorite podcast hosting platform for a lot of reasons. Uh, I also really like Buzzsprout, Transistor, Captivate, and Fireside. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of solid options. Those are kind of like my favorite, my top favorites. There's a popular free option for hosting called Anchor. You probably have heard of. Um, I don't really recommend this unless you're mostly planning on podcasting for fun or as a hobby. Um, if you're serious about podcasting and growing an audience, sign up for and use one of the hosting platforms I recommend. But if you're just having fun or if you really can't afford to spend money on podcasting or podcast hosting at the more, uh, at the moment then give Anchor a try. And you should also know that you can move your show to a different hosting platform at any time you want. Basically, any any podcast hosting platform worth anything can copy the contents uh, of, a, of a show's RSS feed into a new RSS feed, uh, which will then be used by the podcast hosting platforms moving forward. So you can move podcast hosting platforms if you want to, so you're not stuck. Um, 
one of the reasons I like the paid options a little bit better is that oftentimes they provide you with like a better website and analytics for your show. Uh, so I think a website is really important. I really love uh, the Simplecast websites. If you go to podcastingwithaaron.com, that is a Simplecast website. I had to do almost nothing to set it up or maintain it. Uh, really easy to, to use, and that's why I like them. Um, they also provide really detailed analytics. And uh, yeah, so those are important things to see, like how many downloads and plays your episode gets, where your listeners are, which kind of apps they're using, things like that. Okay, up next... Uh, getting ready to launch your show. So at this point in the in the journey, you want to have your show title, your show description, and your show art artwork ready to go. And then you should also have at least a couple of episodes recorded and edited uh, and ready to publish. And I'm going to recommend at this point you actually create a short teaser trailer for your uh, for your show. Uh, this is where you introduce yourself and your show, talk a little bit about uh, why you're making it, who it's for, what you hope they get out of it, things like that. And I do recommend making this trailer shorter than two minutes. You just want something really quick. Uh, you know, Think of a, uh, a teaser trailer for a movie, um, introducing yourself or introducing the show, be creative with it. Uh, but of course, you can do, it, do what you want. If you want to make it a little bit longer, if you want to make it five minutes, that's okay too. I think my trailer episode is 10 minutes because I really, I talk about what I'm doing with my show and I introduce myself and I also kind of tell my backstory uh, for people who are interested in. So I ended up with like a 10 minute trailer episode. But it is it is great to have one um, and for another reason, which I'll explain here in a second. So once you've got your, your show stuff ready, you've got your hosting platform set up, you've got some episodes ready to launch, um, this is where you're going to uh, put everything into your podcast hosting platform, information about your show, and then, uh, and then add your trailer. Or if you're going to skip the trailer, just do a first episode, uh, upload your first episode, put the information in, in about that. Um, your hosting platform is going to give you uh, a link, the URL to your show's RSS feed. And that link, that URL is what you're going to copy. And then uh, you're going to give that to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and a few other podcast app. Um, they're going to have their system kind of review the show information and make sure that uh, all the information is there correctly. Uh, and then they'll approve that and publish the show along with any episodes that are in the feed that, are, uh, that you publish and are ready to go. So some of these take a few days, like Apple takes a few days from the time when you submit your show uh, to when they actually approve it and publish it. Spotify publishes new shows pretty much right away. And then it just depends. There's, there's a bunch of other podcast apps that you can submit a show to. Uh, just kind of depends on, on each one, how long they take. But I would recommend... I'd recommend planning on having at least three or four days from the point in which you start submitting your show's RSS feed to podcast platforms to when you can expect uh, the show to be live and available publicly in those places. And so this is where your um, this is where your trailer episode comes in handy because what you can do is you can uh, you can publish your show with a trailer episode in it and you can get it out into all those podcast apps. Um, and then once it's uh, available in all the podcast apps and you want to start sharing it, then you can start sharing it and promote your full episodes later. So I wanted to call out that there's a great help article uh, from Simplecast that has links and instructions for how to submit a show 
uh, shows RSS feed to every major podcast app or directory. So visit help.simplecast.com and then do a search for how to publish your podcast on the popular podcast apps. And I'll throw a link in the show notes or the, the show description um, in this podcast too, because it's I think it's a great article, a great resource that kind of walks you through how to do it. Um, and you can still use it even if you don't end up posting your show on uh, on Simplecast. Which reminds me, Anchor will Anchor has a feature where they automatically submit your podcast to podcast apps for you. I don't recommend using that feature. I recommend submitting the show yourself, um, mainly because submitting a show to a podcast app like Apple or Spotify requires creating an account for Apple or Spotify, and you don't want someone else creating an account that you don't have control over to submit your podcast. You want to create an account. Uh, you want to submit the podcast yourself, and that way, if you ever need to change. Um, the RSS feed for your show or do something else uh, with that platform, you know the login information for the account. So calling that out. All right, publish your trailer first. We kind of talked about that. Then your full episodes. This kind of gives you uh, gives you time to start promoting the show and uh, finishing everything up with your your real episodes, your full episodes. Um, and at this point, if you haven't already created social media accounts for your show, you should probably get those set up, uh, start working on your website, start working on, um, anything else that you'll need. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a topic that's a lot broader, um, social media and things like that. There's people that don't use any social media at all. And then there's people that have social media accounts everywhere. I'd say, think about where your audience is and go there. So if you have a lot of, if you have a lot of people that you think you would, would like your show and they pay a lot of attention to Instagram, set up an Instagram account, start posting videos and uh, pictures there. Uh, if your audience is primarily on Twitter, set up an account there, start being active there. Basically, you want to go to where your audience is uh, and, and reach out to them, start building community, start interacting with people there. Um, social media for podcasting is a, is a whole thing. There's books written on it. So uh, I'm going to gloss over that. I hope you understand. Uh, we kind of talked about this. Start promoting your show. Tell everyone. <laughs> uh, basically, it's your job to get the word out there and to convince people to listen to your show. Um, I'd recommend doing a search for how to promote a podcast, how to grow a podcast audience, uh, and start reading about that uh, if you have questions. There's a lot to it, um, and far more than I could talk about right here. All right, so for some closing tips, um, keep creating and publishing new episodes. Iterate, so keep improving as you go. You're not going to get everything perfect the first time. There's going to be this learning curve where the stuff you make isn't as good as the stuff you think you should be able to make. That's okay. Give yourself some grace. You know, Don't expect perfection. Focus on publishing and shipping rather than getting everything right. Um, feel free to experiment with your podcast. There really are no rules, um, so have fun. Try to, try to have a good time with it. Uh, and remember that there are hundreds of helpful articles, tutorials, videos, books, and online courses about everything related to podcasting and growing an audience and doing creative work like this. So Google search is your friend here. If there's something you'd like to learn more about or something you have a question about, put that question or topic in a search box and start reading and start watching. And feel free to ask questions um, for, to me if you need help or if you get stuck. I'm going to keep making new episodes for this show every single week, and I'm happy to answer questions about podcasting, starting a podcast, growing a podcast, things like that. So leave your questions in the comment section below the video, uh, or if you're listening on a podcast, you can email me questions. Uh, Aaron at the podcast dude.com is my email address. 
So if you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up or leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you thought the episode sucked, that's okay. Sorry. Hope I didn't waste your time. Uh, Please remember to subscribe and share this with a friend if you think they'll find it helpful. And before we go, I want to give a thanks to Louis G, who left me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts this past week. Thanks, Louis. He wrote, the best first steps to learn podcasting. No G there, but a huge fan since the prior versions of his podcasting series. So far, it's helped me figure out a number of things related to my podcasting ideas and getting out there to produce something. Looking forward to more episodes and learnings. Thanks again, Lewis. I appreciate that. Um, Definitely doing this show for you and for other people like you. Uh, And to you watching, I appreciate your time. Um, Everybody, I'm going to be Brat. I'm Brack. I'm going to be back after January, after the Christmas break, uh, to produce more episodes. The next episode is going to be how to get great sound quality for your podcast. Uh, That's really something that um, I'm passionate about and I think is important and is often really challenging for new podcasters. So that'll be the next episode. So thank you for again for watching. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Be sure to leave comments, feedback, um, you know, on the video or wherever else. Find me on Twitter at uh, podcast. No, it's the podcast dude. It used to be podcasting with Aaron. The podcast dude on Twitter and uh, podcastingwithaaron.com is the website. Thanks again for watching. Have a great rest of your day and happy podcasting.